Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. Sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Hope it adds some tools to your toolbox, as we used to say in the Marine Corps. Makes you a little bit better able to defend and serve our country. Hopefully it helps our country just a little bit too. Not a lot on the homestead. Still no rain. Watching outside. I don't know if this is a dark omen or not, but our German Shepherd mix puppy has found a cow skull that's about half the size of her body and drug it into the yard. A dog. She can find more stuff to drag into the yard and tear up. Unbelievable. Maybe it's appropriate with uh, the month of October and Halloween. (laughs) I don't know. Uh... And now I want pumpkin pie for some reason. Man. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it, share it, support it. Thank you again, Lord, for those who have come before us. Thank you for the people that that record the truth, for the historians that we have had among us that actually go out and seek to tell the truth and teach us so that we can remember. Watch over those in Israel who are still hurting, Lord. Watch over those here in our own country in America uh, and all across the world who are alone, scared, who feel forgotten by the world, Lord. Help us not to forget them. Help us to, to follow your commands, to care for the widow and the orphan, the poor and the needy. Give us wisdom and courage and a strong faith and guide my words here, Father, please. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. So we finished up Patrick Henry and every once in a while we do these kind of one-off episodes in between. And so I've got a couple gentlemen here. I don't know if we'll get to both of them or not today that we're going to talk about. And I just have to put in this little pitch just because I'm excited about it mostly, but for those of y'all that have been around the podcast for a couple years, you know that in uh, November and December we go through and do, in November we kind of do Thanksgiving proclamations for a big chunk of that month, Uh, and then in December we do a lot of the Christmas addresses from past presidents. So, um, I'm pretty excited about that. Usually, we may not do the whole month, but two or three weeks of podcasts 
like that. So that's coming up to look forward to. So the first gentleman we're going to talk about today is Archibald Alexander Hodge, author, lecturer, and theologian at Princeton College. Threw this in a little bit just uh, because it shows you how far, again, we have fallen. Uh, even just in the last, what, 150 years about in education. I know that's a long time, but man, we've, we've, we've fallen a long way. And he wrote this, <clears throat> or gave this speech, I'm really not sure, folks, whether it was uh, written or... Let me see if I can look real quick. One of the great things about, I'm pulling this out of the American God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. And one of the great things about this and the Founders Bible is how well they are sourced. And so if you want to, you can go in and look for the original source, or at least you can look it up and realize that somebody has taken the time to research it, right? This is out of a episode, looks like, from Princeton College. Evangelical Theology, The Banner of Truth and Trust, 1873-19, and reprinted 1977, pages 280-281, and then later on in the same publication. So, doesn't tell me whether it's a speech or not, but there's the publication. It's two parts. The first, a Christian is just as much under the obligation to obey God's will in the most secular of his daily business as he is in his closet or at the communion table. He has no right to separate his life into two realms and acknowledge different moral codes in each. The kingdom of God includes all sides of human life and it is a kingdom of absolute righteousness. You are either a loyal subject or a traitor. When the king comes, how will he find you doing? So three huge points, I think, just from these couple paragraphs. One, uh, I had a pastor that would talk about Monday morning sermons, Monday morning preaching. I've talked about it on the podcast uh, here before. And what he was getting at is, as a pastor, he, he tried to make Monday morning relevant. That's what it was. I knew that wasn't quite right. Monday morning relevant. He tried to make his sermons not only theological, philosophical, but, but really actionable, meaning you could leave church on Sunday and you had something to do in action in your life from that sermon throughout the week, right? Because if you just came to church on Sunday and then you forgot, it's like looking at yourself in the mirror and then walking away and you forget what you look like, right? Kind of. 
Uh, I think there's a Bible verse about that somewhere floating around in there. But the point was, you couldn't just come to church on Sunday and say you were a Christian and then live the rest of your week as a swindler, thief, alcoholic, adulterer, fornicator, whatever. You, you couldn't just go out and live however you wanted six days a week and then come in and try and square everything on Sunday. Right? And so that was that was the big deal. You know, you, you can't separate. You've got a requirement to live, to, to do your best to obey God's will and to trust in the merit of Jesus Christ to, to fill in those gaps when we fail. And then the other, the next point was this idea of separating our lives into two different realms, right? And, and this kind of is, well, it, it's real close to the whole fallacy of socially liberal but fiscally conservative. It just doesn't work, folks. You can't, you can't try and be moral in finances and then immoral in the way you live your life and think that that's going to survive. It's a pipe dream. It's, it's, it's a mirage. It's just not true. You can't do it. Eventually, that immorality in your life, your drinking or stealing or sleeping around or whatever it is, that's going to translate into your financial world. It just is. It doesn't even, it's not logical to think otherwise. We have enough problems when we're trying to do the right thing, much less when we're trying, when we give ourselves a free pass to do the wrong thing. Well, I'm going to do the wrong thing over here in the way I live my life, but not financially. I'll be, I'll be on the up and up for for finances. That's just, it doesn't even make any sense. And then this last part, a loyal subject or a traitor, when the king comes, how will he find you doing? And this kind of falls into line with the priority episodes that we do every so often. What are you doing today? What are you doing today, right now? What have you done the rest of the day? Is it something that is making you a better person, more like Christ? Or is it something that's turning the screw the other direction more like toward the devil? Are you becoming a better person right now? or a worse. And there's no stagnation, folks. You're not just floating neutral. Have you spent time today at all with God? Have you prioritized your life in such a way that you can make time for your spouse today and love them? Are you teaching and leading your children? Preparing for them? Are you being a good friend, a truly good friend? Are you telling the truth? Or are you just there to support 
whatever makes them feel good. How are we spending our money? Are we supporting businesses that strengthen our nation? Or are we just doing what's convenient? And oh, dear Lord, my temperature just went through the roof. Are we, are we really putting our life in the right order each day, priority-wise? Or are we cramming in all the entertainment, the phones, and the TV, and the sports that we can cram in? And then trying to squeeze in God and our spouse and our children and our family at the very end. And God forbid, maybe even educate ourselves a little. Read a little. You know, there's, there's no requirement, folks, that says when you get out of school that you don't have to educate yourself in life anymore. Are we picking up any new skills? Are we learning anything about the world? There's only so many, and again, I'm going to pick on myself here, folks. You've got to translate this to whatever fits your category. There's only so many sports statistics that I can have in my head or, or sports games that I can watch before I lose whatever value that I could possibly potentially get from watching sports to begin with and start to become dumber, really less of what I should be. Now you translate that however you want to whatever your little foible is yourself, shopping, hunting, scrolling on your phone through social media, um, reading trashy books, whatever it is for you folks, playing golf, doesn't matter. Hmm. One more from Archibald Alexander Hodge. If professing Christians are unfaithful to the authority of their Lord in the capacity as citizens of the state, they cannot expect to be blessed by the indwelling of the Holy Ghost in their capacity as members of the church. The kingdom is one. It cannot be divided. If the church languishes, the state cannot be in health. And if the state rebels against the Lord and King, the church cannot enjoy his favor. I charge you, citizens of the United States, afloat on your wide sea of politics. There is another king, one Jesus. The safety of the state can be secured only in the way of humble and whole-souled loyalty to his person and of obedience to his law. <laughs> there it is, folks. Yet again, another quote uh, that we could read oh, every single day and probably ought to. Uh, in your capacity as a citizen of the state, if you're unfaithful to God and Jesus Christ, you're not going to be faithful in the church or anywhere else. The kingdom's one. It can't be divided. When, our kingdom, when a kingdom's divided against itself, it falls, and that's why we're falling today. That's out of Proverbs, I think, is where the verse comes from. Maybe there's a couple times in the Bible, but um, Jesus talking about it. That There we go, the parable where he was talking about a kingdom divided. You can't stand, folks, and we're not standing because we're divided against ourselves. 
We were founded to follow in our institutions and public life the teachings of Christ, the law of God. But we're not doing that. And no, that's not a theocracy for those of y'all out there that are listening and are going to try and hammer uh, online that. Uh, being founded on the principles of Christ doesn't automatically mean that you are a theocracy. Our founders didn't set us up as a theocracy. They didn't want a theocracy, nor do I. We don't want a theocracy. That's not a good deal. We want a republic, but you can't have freedom and liberty in a republic without being based on the principles of Christ. And that's why we're failing. So, there it is. If you get a chance today, folks, great quote. God, I wonder how many of us have heard of Archibald Alexander Hodge, who taught at Princeton College. Not me. If you get a chance today, folks, share the podcast with one other person. Y'all are the reason it grows. Uh, we put some posts up on social media, but we don't advertise. So anything that you can do to help spread the word would be greatly appreciated. If you would like to contact the podcast, American Soul at American Soul Podcast at gmail.com. And if you can find $3 floating around in your glove compartment or couch cushions or back pocket of jeans or something, subscribe to the exclusive episodes we do each month. It's $3 a month. I would be grateful for that. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America, folks. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.